You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. I got this girl and she wants me to do her. I told her I'll come scoop her around eight. She said, that sounds great. Shorty girl's a trooper. No matter what I needed to do, she'd be like, on his own throne, the boss like King Cooper. On the microphone, he floss the ring. Average MCs is like a TV blooper. MF Doom, he's like DB Cooper. Out with the moolah. I let her get her outfit just to cool her off. She said niggas ain't about shit. I wonder if she meant it. I doubt it. The way it be in her mouth, she can't live with Welcome back to the Piper Carter podcast. You are listening to Piper Carter. We are broadcasting from Zoom. And I'm here with my amazing co-hosts. What's up, Brittany, Deja, Jaira? What's up, Pipe? Hey there. Happy New Year! 2021! (laughs) We made it, niggas! We We made made it! it. Yeah. That's funny. Man. (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious. 2020, man. I know that, you know, well, did y'all have special intentions for 2020 that y'all are able to share? Um, so, well, mostly, mostly mine is for my music and for um, my new journey and becoming a cybersecurity engineer, um, mostly just getting into a job and finding job placement for the um, cybersecurity and iOS app development. Um, but with my music, I want to, so I finally reached, um, I surpassed half a million streams on one of my songs on Spotify. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to hopefully hitting 1 million streams this year and getting. That's amazing. Back. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, what's the name of the track, Jaira? What's that? What's the name of the track? It's called I Feel Empty. I Feel Empty. Wow. Oh, you want to talk about it or what? Yeah, we can. It, it, was a, uh, it was a song that I made when I was, you know, going through some times. And mm-hmm. um, I, re- I made it. Well, my girlfriend helped influence, you know, the song on me. I was like, you know, just going through a lot of, um, you know, struggling, trying to get a you know, trying to move out, trying to find a job, just, it was just so many things just going on at that moment, and um, making that song just helped get me through, and when I released it, I released it without, you know, without thinking it was going to blow up, I was just like, eh, just put it out there, and then, like, the next day, it was, like, at a thousand streams, and I was like, what? That's crazy, and then it just, like, from there, it just kept going up, and it just, you know, just stayed rising and it's now almost it's been like what a year and it's almost at a million so at six hundred thousand streams it has to feel amazing i know like especially because yeah especially because like you put it out and you have no control after that point right except to enjoy it yourself yeah so it's kind of cool that like all those people or a selected few of people enjoy it right yeah that's great dope yeah. And I get, um, I, every, like, oftenly I get, like, people come to my um, Instagram and just, like, text me, like, hey, uh, we really love your music. And, you know, I have, like, fans. Like, there's people that actually come to me and text me and contact me. And they're like, oh, is this you, you made this? And, oh, I really love it. And it really helps me. And 
um, you know, they, you know, are always excited to talk to me whenever they uh, find my Instagram. That's really cool, Jaira. I love that for you. That's so mm-hmm. great. Yeah. That's awesome, Jaira. Yeah. So um, you put it on, where did, so the, the initial uh, place where you put the song, meaning once it was on Spotify, then where did you put it after Spotify? Um, so honestly, I, I barely promoted this song. I mean, I did, but mostly the people like my fans, the fans are the ones who mostly help, um, you know, pr- get it out there and engage with more people because what happened was I like put it in a few videos on Instagram and then people saw it and they were like, oh, this is a nice song. And then from there, people started adding it to different playlists. And now it's like, it's been on um, like almost 10 different Spotify official uh, playlists, like Discover Weekly, uh, Replay, the best of 2019, best of 2020. And it's been on so many different playlists that- uh, What? So yeah. That's super cool. Legendary shit. Right? <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah, I've been so in total. Um, oh, this song is on like two two thousand different playlists. Get it, Jaira. Now my last question is, Jaira. I yeah. know that your relationship lately with music. And I wouldn't say it's like love hate, but like I feel like you planted the, a lot of seeds, and you maybe wanted more harvest. Is that a good way to put it? A feeling uh, of more harvest. Not necessarily. That it's just music isn't music. Wasn't my. I feel like music was pushed, like pursuing a um, music career, like as a career career was like something that was like pushed on me by my parents and family and friends. And I really, deep down inside, I really didn't want to do it, but I did it for my family. And I, you know, I I accomplished everything that I wanted to. I got a license in audio engineering. I went to school for it. I, you know, make music and, you know, my music music is doing well. So it's like, I kind of accomplished that um, that part of my life for my parents and for me. And I, I kind of just want to venture off into something that I really want to do, which is like tech. And I really That's love, fair. you know, cybersecurity and stuff like that. So That's cool, man. All right. You go, Jared. <laughs> I still do music, though. I still do music. I so got you, for your, So for your intention for 2021 um what are your you have music you said your music goals are what um just to keep it sustained because i just released a new single so i'm just trying to just keep uh active and not let it completely die out and also just you know staying uh, in tune with my tech side where i really want to be at just pretty much trying to stay at a level head with everything. A level head as opposed yeah. to what? As far as like not getting off track from where I actually want to get to in, um, you know, my life and my career with uh, cybersecurity. I hear you. So then um, what about what about you guys, Brittany, Deja? You got intentions for 2021 that you that you could you're able to share? Yes, I have not yet crafted it, my new routine, but just more discipline. My intention for myself is um, 
just with a couple opportunities coming in this year and planning for some things for the summer in order for me to accomplish these things I have to stay focused and stay on par and the the things that usually derail me are my discipline skills so discipline Mm -hmm. so then um so discipline you said is your intention yes very much so okay that's what's up what about you Deja are you able to share any of your intentions for 2021 that was actually mine too was discipline and um had another one just discipline and I think I just set goals for myself to like try to make a beat every day but (laughs) I haven't done that so we're working on it but discipline is my thing for the year you know I'm gonna call you about that beat every day right I know. I we almost have a month now. Yeah. So you know I'm gonna call you, or you could just work almost. on the most. Yes. Like, yes. Please do. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So um, I guess like for me, I have so many uh, intentions, um, but I think. Um, one that I'll share, I guess also too, I am going to be working on my health and fitness. I started a, uh, like maybe a few months ago, I started juicing a bit more seriously. I say around July, I started juicing a bit more seriously. And then when I did that fast in August, then I was like, I started adding juices in. And so uh, tomorrow I start with my personal trainer who is actually a childhood friend um, that I went to Nataki Taliba with. She was actually, <laughs> we we make jokes. We're like, she was our bully. She, she doesn't like us to say that, but she was our bully in our <laughs> our little private school private african-centered school (laughs) but she wasn't like a typical bully because like typical bully is like you know intend to like harm you but when you go to like like a private african-centered school your bully is more like your accountability person (laughs) i got you like she used to read she used like put the read on y'all like always call y'all out or something like that kind of like a big sister because like she was two or three grades older than us. So, you okay. know, she, her and, you know, Kwame Kilpatrick went to our school. I didn't, I, I didn't know that. Mm-mm. Yeah. So her and Kwame were in the same grade. So they were okay. like, when I was in, when we were in like the second grade, she was in like the fourth, but at that age, I just thought she, they were so mature. So <laughs> older, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and, and they acted a bit more mature too, because, you know, their parents were kind of power people. So, um, you know, when, 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 when you go to school with, you know, uh, kids whose parents are like these kind of boss level figures, the kids, you know, have those types of traits. And so she was a bit like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was kind of silly and, you know, making jokes and stuff all the time, kind of like I am now, but I always was like, you know, 
cracking jokes. I was always cynical and cracking jokes and stuff. And she was very more serious, you know? So okay. she would be like, hey, 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 you know, get us in line and stuff. But she was bigger than us and we were a bit tougher and a <laughs> bit more, she knew how to dig into her assertive self. So we would be like spooked by her, you know? Like, That's funny. That's she, cool though. We'd be like, uh oh, it's got to get it together. <laughs> but um, I always joke with her about that. But um, when do you guys start working out? 8 a.m. What? And you That's know, I had joined the uh, Y here because mm -hmm. my gym closed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, tomorrow. So it's a whole exercise and nutrition plan. And fortunately, you know, I eat plant-based, so I'm not going to be like, oh God, you know, it's all, it's all plant-based, you know, all plant-based. So I got you very happy. Well, that sounds exciting. What's the most exciting is I'm going to lose this freaking stomach. Hey. I'm excited about that. That's my goal. Lose this whole midsection and this COVID, uh, uh, that'll, pandemic. that'll come. But I know you, that'll come, but you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better working out in the morning and stretching. Well, yeah, because too. also too, like, you know, my, my thing is yoga, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm not going to no yoga studio. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no offense. Mm -hmm. Like, I really miss and love my yoga studio. And I might go back. Like, I don't know. But in the meantime, like, you know, I'm paranoid. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. And I love her woman owned studio, all that. I love her. Mm. Her yoga is the best for me, but I, who is this Piper? Um, she has a studio, um, and don't forgive me, but it is a white lady in gross point, but she is amazing. Okay. I got you. I got you. And, uh, now my other friend that has yoganic flow, her yoga is kind of like everywhere, but this, okay. lady, this lady actually has a brick and mortar and, she her studio is so incredible like the only reason i wasn't going there because i didn't have a car and i moved all the way to the opposite side of town mm -hmm. and Detroit does not have proper public transportation you know so yep. it's definitely not the place where you want to be going from close to dearborn all the way to gross point right public transit. you'll be there the next day so are you guys going to the y tomorrow going to the y Hey. Me and P group join a joint membership. So going that's to the cool. Y. Now the thing is with the Y, they I love the pool. Um, they have a pool. You have to reserve the pool, and you can be for, the only person in the pool. And then for after, safety for COVID, right? Yep. And then after you get out, they clean it. So you have to reserve it. And um, yeah. So I have I'm a little paranoid about getting in the pool. I don't know. I asked, they said not so many people are using it. So I'm like, hmm, maybe it's a gang of chlorine in there because I can smell it all the way from the. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a whiff of it too, Deja. I know. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> But well, it's for some downtown Y, and they have um, the indoor track, which is the main reason I'm, I joined. Because got a, you got good views up there too on that track. They got good views on the track and they have all of their exercise programs. Now they do have the exercise rooms, mm. but they're closed because of COVID. So yeah. they, they don't have the group fitness, but, um, and they don't have basketball, uh, you know, or racquetball or any of that because of COVID, but they have the basketball 
teams and they have basketball court and they have the racquetball court, you know, squash court. And they have, you know, they have all these immense, like everything, only thing they don't have is um, the steam room. But guess what they do have? They got a little whirlpool in the pool area. So I'm like, hmm, I may just go over there and get me a little whirl on a little heated whirlpool, you know? But uh, but all of that has to be uh, reserved. So I'm gonna ease into all that other stuff. So just for now, I'll be hitting that track and that exercise room. You know what I mean? So that's it for now. But um, sounds exciting, Pipe. I'm excited. Have, mm-hmm. I'm excited to get back in shape. Get my me too, my friend. Mm-hmm. I got a lot to. I got a lot to get back on par. A lot, but I'm excited too, though. I'll say that. So. Oh, and when they get it's that a- basketball back, man, you gotta join, man. So I do want to join. I do. I just I got to join. So remember that day me, you and Deja went walking at the was the Cody and I was like doing the boxing with that guy. Yeah. OK, so since then, Dontrell bought gloves mm. and Jazz, you know, from Creative Mind, she introduced me to a girl that is an amazing boxer. Like mm. I, I had no idea like she knew a girl that boxed. So this girl started like training me. I don't know, maybe like a few months ago. Okay. And I'm obsessed with it. Like, I love boxing. So I'm hoping to like boxing, but as a a spectator, you know. (laughs) Well, this is the thing. Like, I think I don't, I definitely know I don't want to get hit, which is probably the craziest thing I just said. But like, I just enjoy like the training that comes with the sport. I guess I'll say that. Yeah. Like, you know, like you, you get it. I'm like, like, I'm like that with Capoeira. Like, I love training Capoeira, but I'm not trying to get no holder and get kicked in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I'm hoping to incorporate that more, like like I said, like with the routine and getting a routine and just sticking to it, you know. I just want to, I just want to get consistent with jumping rope. I used to be such a good. That's good too. Mm, That's such a good. I'm like, I got to get back in it with the rope. You know, the rope is the joint. Mm -hmm. Cardio. That's the most, that's like to me, the best cardio. So wait, Deja. No, you know what this means? I can't talk junk to Brittany no more. She's going to knock me in my teeth. (laughs) Right. You better be careful. (laughs) Deja, little did she know that I could have been gave her an uppercut though. That's the thing. Oh, <laughs> shit, Brittany. Damn. Well, my, hands is, my hands is legal. You know, I got to chill. <laughs> okay, so now I got to go into my cup weather, go into a handstand. <laughs> I ain't messing with you, Piper. You look like you were with somebody else for real. I'll run real fast. You're so funny. I'll run and call a cousin. No, just kidding. <laughs> and call a cousin. Right, call an east side yeah. cousin, run and call an east side cousin. Don't mess right. with me, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, so, um, um what'd you guys do? What did you guys do to bring in the new year? Did you guys do anything special or just chilled? Well, but for me, I fell um, asleep at Kamari's house. Who's house? Kamari, one of her one of her best friends. Omari, mm-hmm. Kamari. Oh, Kamari. You've met her before. Mm-hmm. Y'all stayed up till midnight or did you miss it? No, I fell asleep. I think we both did. I woke up like 20 minutes after midnight. 
Because I think uh, my boyfriend called me and I was just looking at my phone like, damn, bro, we slept through the, the thing. Oh, but it was only 20 out. minutes. It was only 20 minutes. I know, but still being awake for that time is still fun. Yeah. No, we watched the the the, the thing drop and uh, it was like my mom, my boyfriend, his brother. We watched the ball drop and we toasted to sparkling uh peach what is it? <laughs> sparkling uh peach and uh passion fruit juice and uh and then we topped it off with sparkling pomegranate and blueberry juice that sounds so good did p group make that or did you make it no we actually bought it from meyer that's that how sounds like something you would make we excuse could- me we could have made it. I guess we would have used what, like club soda. That's true. Yeah, yeah, club soda. We would use club soda. No, we bought it because the bottles looked kind of cute. Was and- it good? Oh, it, it was sounded good. It was good. It was good. Basically, it was basically we could have made it because it it tasted like grape juice with bubbles or mm. um, sparkling apple cider with no not you know the the sparkling apple that has a different taste to it but the peach uh passion fruit was a bit sweet okay that's the one that sounded the best no they were both good they were both good like Mm -hmm. get those if you want to have a party at home (laughs) and want to be sober you know (laughs) right and you're you're, you know you don't drink liquor like me and you're like yeah we're gonna sparkle it up I mean, or you can make it, but it was fun to like pop the bottle. But they That's didn't cool. pop. They didn't pop. They just open it like, you know, <laughs> like a burner's, like a burner's. Yeah. So what about what about you? It, um, I didn't. I honestly didn't do much. I just chilled. Um, had had the you know like the last few days off. Today I watched the. Uh, I think I was sleep too to bring in the new year, but. I watched the movie Soul finally, the the Jamie Foxx on the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Man, I was in tears. I so watching Disney and Pixar movies. Bro, man, what do they do in those bro, movies? Piper? That movie was good. <laughs> that movie was so good. Phenomenal. Like it literally gave me my like. no Right? Wasn't it like a good New Year movie too? <laughs> like. So basically, yeah. And it, this the twist was my spirit. Too. I know, right? Did you think, what'd you think of the twist, like, from the trailer? Did you think that it was going to be, like, how, like he was going to be interchanging from the the spirit world to the, um, to Earth like that? No, Day- I actually, no, I oh. barely remember seeing a trailer. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I barely kind of remember seeing a trailer. I just remember seeing the visuals for it. In fact, actually, I don't know if I saw too much promotion for it from like higher ups i just saw black people excited about um animation and that yeah. really captured us oh yeah i'm shocked that Jamie Foxx didn't do like a huge press run for it like you know like the radio stations and stuff like that yeah. was to me a huge movie like i think that's it one was. of his best movies so piper is basically like um how can i describe it i saw some of the characters they said it was the most realistic black characters they've seen animated it, it was it was the music was good too did they had erica badu playing they had 
all kind of stuff in that movie. Like art, like I, I wouldn't be shocked if Adila beat wasn't in there. It was so <laughs> eclectic. Like oh, speaking of Adila beat, so P Groove with got the new uh, what's the name of that movie? What's the name of that game? Uh, uh, the one where you drive around the car and. Oh, this Grand Theft. Oh yeah, Grand I've seen Theft. the new. They got the yeah. new Grand Theft, and they put Dilla music in it. Damn, yeah, that's Flying crazy. Lotus updated its station and added some shit. And nice. they, um, if you go into one of the rooms, Moody Man's in one of the rooms playing music, and they put um, <laughs> they put a lot of Detroit artists that he was, uh, you know, he has a lot of Detroit artists that he was playing, and um, DJ. That's Dad, cool. Yeah, DJ Dez has some music on there. And that's how Groove found out because Dez was like, oh, yeah, I got, you know, my check. And I got that's so dope. music. <laughs> so, and it's cool. They got the Moody Man. They got, you know, all the people dancing in there, the Detroit people dancing, <laughs> and um, different Detroit artists and stuff. And um, Sheefy has a song in there. And what? Yeah, it's different people have songs in there. So that's fire. Yeah, they have some. Yeah, yeah. So, it's uh, yeah. They, I saw the new. Saw I saw the great new, room. Yeah, it's crazy. I saw the um, the like I think like the advertisement for Grand Theft Auto, and it actually looked really different. Let me. I'm pulling it up now. That's wild. Mm-hmm. So that's the new update or whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, but to, but you were talking about this film. The yeah, just it was a good feel. I mean, the last I don't know if you guys saw Coco, which I randomly saw that at the drive-in waiting for another movie like a few years ago, and that made me cry. Um oh. and then Soul, they just did an amazing job of uh like they didn't get too deep, but they definitely got deep. Would you say Deja? Yo, yeah. Oh, I didn't see Coco, but I'm yeah. in Soul. I'm sorry, love. And so in the Yeah, movie, no, Soul. no, no. Soul okay. Soul is amazing. That's my favorite movie ever. There is talking about the astral realm, reincarnation, mm-hmm. even though they didn't really touch on it because it was just about new souls going to earth. But yeah, that movie was amazing. I yeah, love it. But um what is it on? Is it on Netflix? It's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. Oh man, how much is that? I don't know, but if I can get the link to streaming pipe, I got you. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'm like, I'm I got Netflix, Hulu. I know, right? And, <laughs> I mean, uh, you could do the free trial. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I could, yeah, and then dump them, yeah. So, yeah, I got, let me see what I got. And, got and uh, what's the other one? HBO Max, and mm-hmm. what's the other one? Oh, uh, uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon so those Prime. are the four I have, but I'll have those only on, like, you know, on the internet. I don't even have, quote, unquote, TV, you know, or cable yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but uh, I would I would recommend our listeners to check out Soul. It's a, I thought it was a it was a good, especially for this time of the year, and uh, everybody kind of hitting the reset. It's a good one for a reset. Is it okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch so, it with the kids. Like you know, uh, y'all know that. Um, what is that that feedback I'm getting? So you know that. Uh, uh, not to change the subject, but I will just for a hot second. Y'all know that uh, Oprah it, it sold most of her shares of OWN, right? I kind of no, I, I saw that. 
But a lot of people are doing this right now, are selling publishing, selling shares of ownership right now. They say, I don't know why that's becoming a thread. They say that your boy Jay-Z is doing the same with title, no? Yeah, that too. And there's another rapper who just uh, is in the middle of, Little Wayne just, well, we all know why he probably is in the middle of selling his. He just sold Nicki Minaj's and Drake's publishing. Really? Uh, I don't know who he sold it to. Mm-hmm. If he sell it to yep. the same guy that the RZA was fighting to get his stuff? Um, I'm not sure who Wayne sold it to. Okay, we have to um, figure that out. Yeah, but um, yep. she sold mo- majority of her shares. Now she's a minority owner of her company. And it's um Discover, I think. So Dang, she got probably got, got like the credit got card paid. company? Uh, it's like this, this the Discovery Channel, Discovery Channel, the Discovery oh, Channel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's Discovery Channel, and so um, yeah, she sold majority. So she, so she's no longer majority owner. She's got like five shares. She's like minority owner now. So she's basically Own got off to a. Sorry, go ahead, babe. No, I said she's basically like an employee. That's interesting. Own got off to a really rocky start, but then the content got better and better. Well, I mean, because it was, it's still young, right? Rocky? Because yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't like it when it first came out. They, they, they didn't you know, like they, it they because didn't. it was like a black lifetime. But then <laughs> she, but then she was catering to white women. You remember that? Mm-hmm. I and do. Got upset because they was like, "Man, we thought we were gonna have a black woman's channel," and Oprah was like, "Think again." <laughs> wow. <laughs> right you know and uh mm-hmm. you know she was like uh your boy what is his name ot genesis she's like i'm getting to the money here you go <laughs> everybody mad <laughs> no, but, um so she got she had kind of like this soft white woman programming mm-hmm. and then I don't know when did she when did the programming get good? I honestly don't even remember pipe. It just I honestly when it first came out, I remember the criticism and then trying to watch it and not catching anything and then all of a sudden it going from there to so many people, black people watching shows and stuff on it. I'm like, wasn't like Greenleaf and stuff on her on that? Yeah, and is Oxygen Channel still a thing? I think yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, oxygen. Where where um, what was that? Where they had because <clears throat> that show is basically like Lifetime, but it was more network centered. Okay. Or not network, but um, like show centered. I can't think of the right words right now, but. But I think oxygen, I know what you mean. Yeah, they were more concerned about um, just like TV channeling programming versus Lifetime was more focused on movies. And then they came in with the content. Um, uh, like, what was that show that they used to have about the women that would kill their spouses? Snapped, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I never saw that. And that yeah, Lifetime, or I mean, Oxygen basically kind of became that. And then I don't know if OWN developed from that because Oxygen was kind of Oprah's thing, too, I thought. I thought I it was, too, now that you her. say it. Yeah, I remember seeing her like all over the the advertisements for that channel, and then I remember when own or when own came out, that was more. Oh, you went mute, Deja. Mostly like, did you hear me? 
No, what was the last part? part? Yeah. Um, I said that own network kind of felt like more of it was under Oprah's control versus oxygen was just like a network competing okay. with lifetime. Yeah. Uh own own from I don't even know because I don't watch it, but it seems to be pretty diverse. Like it still caters, I think, to uh I think it cre- it, it caters to religion, like the church. It caters to the like the the white women. And I think it caters to black women too. Uh I think it even caters to black men. Well, according to the uh Googles of uh Wikipedia, mm-hmm. it says oxygen is owned by NBC Universal Television and streaming unit of NBC Universal, which is a subsidiary of Comcast. Okay. And it says the channel primarily airs true crime programming and dramas targeting targeted towards women. But I don't see Oprah in the... I thought she had something to do with oxygen, but maybe I could be tripping. And then I thought she went from oxygen to own, but that could that just could be me. Um, I'm looking through the history. I don't see Oprah on the history. Okay. But um, yeah, they don't have her anywhere in any of this history. Okay. Well, no oxygen, just own. <laughs> but oh, they do have that they showed her okay they had one of her shows okay so that maybe that's what it is and she was just on there for a second okay mm-hmm. yeah they had uh it's called oprah after the show that's that's the oprah show after the show uh-huh. oh, okay so that was one of the show one of the shows they had on there yeah mm-hmm. It's funny that Oprah's still a brand after all these years. I just wonder what her, I wonder what that negotiation was. I wonder what, was it just, did she get a deal and she just couldn't refuse it? Or she just was looking to get, is she looking to do other things? Like, I just wonder what, what the, what the logic is behind that move. Mm-hmm. Her selling, selling it. Most of it. I tried to find some articles that talked about it, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't even find any all I saw was articles that said that she sold it but, but it I, didn't really go in detail no I haven't even seen a um an interview you know what I mean it just yeah it just it's just a bunch yeah. of articles it says uh, well starting with Gates back I think it was a hello Brittany Brittany, our connection, is, yeah, our connection, our connection is going in and out. Mm-hmm. All, all of our connections are going in and out. Mm-hmm. Well, keep going. You said starting with Gates. Oh yeah, starting it with Gates in uh four, I think like fourteen. My year might be a little off, but he uh he resigned from his duties at Microsoft, which is a little bit of different in his shares at Microsoft, right? But like I'm um, just this a huge trend of. Um, a lot of CEOs stepping down, a lot of people selling, um, selling their uh, publishing, a lot of people selling, uh, doing acquisitions. So I just wonder what the, the read is on um, the parts of the economy, what people are reading, you know, like to, to make them make some of these moves. Like it to me, is it's just a huge pattern in all industry, you know. So we might have to we might have to circle back to this conversation in the future. 
So basically, uh, on Forbes, uh, they said that Oprah sold, she cashed out her ownership of the OWN network and she sold 20.5% to the network's majority owner, Discovery. And in exchange for 1.34 million shares of Discovery stock worth about 36.5 million. Um, it says Winfrey will remain the uh, CEO and chief creative officer of her namesake network. Uh, so weird when stuff like that happens. Confirm the deal. So it says the deal values the Oprah Winfrey network, um, the channel she founded just before ending her lucrative talk show in 2011 at around 180 million, uh, about 37% lower than the 285 million Forbes estimated it to be worth in 2017 after Discovery shelled out 70 million for a 24.5% stake. Um, so Winfrey has registered 670 1,477 of the 1.34 million shares for sale. Um, that's according to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And Forbes estimates that Winfrey is worth about $2.6 billion. Uh, <laughs> it says uh, Winfrey launched OWN in 2011 as a 50-50 partnership with Discovery. Okay. Which put up a hundred million in funding. And at first, like you said, the network peddled uh, unscripted fare and struggled to find an audience, but started finding success in 2012, thanks to the partnership with Tyler Perry, that mm. the channel's first foray into scripted television. And Got by you. 2018, the channel was home to two of the top five ad supported cable dramas among the sought after demographic of women single age 25 to 54. So Greenleaf and Queen Sugar were those shows. Got you. Okay. So, uh, since then, the network has held on to its audience with content targeting black viewers, including shows by Ava DuVernier and Will Packer. She's a sellout. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty Anybody uh, associated is a sellout. Uh, I, yeah, I don't understand how some of these things work. Like what you and Kari talked about the last few episodes ago where the, the difference in between the brand and wh what's really going on in the deals. Like, like with Jay, when the Barclay, everybody thought when the Barclay Center opened that the Jay-Z was like this huge minority owner and he owned like 0.14% of like the, the Brooklyn Nets and then offer him to sell it back to the Brooklyn Nets. Like, so they, it's like Jay was only like being used to brand and really to market the Nets coming to Brooklyn. And, but they knew that they were going to need to solidify with him having some ownership. So I don't know. Some well, stuff this is last weird. part is interesting. 
It says um, it's her first entrance into streaming in 2018. Winfrey signed a multi-year nine-figure deal with Apple TV. And the deal has her back in front of the camera with a video version of her popular book club, a show about COVID-19 and an interview series, The Oprah Conversation, that features guests like Barack Obama and Dolly Parton. The deal, as well as profits from OWN and payments from Weight Watchers, uh, which, <laughs> which is now WW, and her deal with Hearst to produce the O, Oprah Magazine, have helped Winfrey take in $37 million between June 2019 and June 2020. All right, so. That's all according to Forbes be interesting to see how or what how that pans still not a deal that you take it's not, right. she didn't move she didn't move away to get more ownership they so, just right yeah <laughs> she is <laughs> to be to, to to be short and sweet <laughs> yeah, hey, man. yeah you're correct deja unfortunately <laughs> weird oh man well um I guess we come to this part. I wanted to also acknowledge just before we go into our main <clears throat> part. Um, this past week, we learned um, that Shabadu, which uh, if you're from the Gen X generation, or if you love b-boying, breakdancing, or hip hop culture, or pop culture, for that matter, um, you'll know him as Ozone in the movie Breaking. But he had like a really, uh, really wonderful career from being mm. on a Soul Train gang to um, other, you know, being a choreographer for different for like Lionel Richie and different artists and things. Had a really wonderful career. But um, wanted to say rest in peace, rest in power, rest in paradise. Um, to Shabadu and also um, recently Ecstasy from the uh, hip hop group Houdini and you know, oh, yeah. you know oh, about friends and you know freaks come out at night and all I mean Houdini mm-hmm. also both of those figures marked my adolescence you know mm-hmm. that was my adolescence uh, both of them uh you know, Ecstasy, uh, great MC, Pioneer. They were, you know, Houdini was the group that brought the funk and, you know, the more sophisticated level of like, you know, I would call it like adult contemporary hip hop, you know, um, the soulfulness and, um, <clears throat> you know, made it a bit more on the R&B side of life. And they kind of represented, you know, the... Uh, I would say the average black man, you know, and they brought that, you know, to the forefront, the real black man, if you say, or the average black man, um, you know, from the hood that wasn't, you know, a caricature. It was like dudes that you, you know, were probably like your uncle or something, you know, um, but and they, they also, you know, were a big part of the formation of hip hop culture. And they opened for a lot of different popular acts, but they toured a lot with Run DMC and, 
and these other acts. And when we talk about the diversity of um, hip hop, you know, they they represent part of that diversity of, you know, where we, to me, we really don't have that kind of um, group in a sense, like they they played a lot to the street stories and things, but they also, you know, talked a lot about just the realities, a lot of realities um, of just like, you know, regular life. And so um, just really want to honor them. And they were, you know, they sold a lot of records, you know, the um, production was, they had some of the tightest, hottest, best production. They were, you know, some of the first ones to have some just really strong records, really strong production. And in Detroit, their drums um, were crazy. Their, their drums are crazy, you know. They, Rock influence, like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's probably it's, also why they were so know, popular. But Run DMC had the same kind of aesthetic. Yeah, it's like one of those groups that they were managed by Russell too, as well. So, okay. oh, really? Russell managed like everybody back then. I got yeah, you. I know, but yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I mean, for me, I really uh, they made like two strong albums and then like I don't know people became disinterested or I don't know things change but um but I like what you said Piper about like when you said if you were a hip uh into hip-hop or pop or whatever but because they're one of those uh groups that if you didn't listen to hip-hop but you like hip-hop songs like summertime like their songs were on people's playlists like that you know what I mean like mm-hmm. timeless music for sure well, they also had the main song for Video Music Box, you know, which was a really uh, instrumental uh, video show that happened in the 80s that okay. put a lot of people on. You know, it was more, that show was more important. Uh, Uncle, you know, Uncle Ralph, like that show was more important than MTV raps or, you know any of the BET rap shows you know like it before all that it was video music box and that was the 80s and 90s the video music boxes if you was on video music box you were you know that was what it was and they used that song as their opening music and in Detroit Mojo played you know their music and their music just stayed on the radio in Detroit like your parents and probably your grandparents you know, uh, you know, we're listening to Houdini. So, um, so yeah, but just wanted to acknowledge ecstasy. And then also, um, one of our guests that we had, um, Ingrid, her mother passed. And so, um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, her mom was so beautiful. They were like twins. Yeah. Emily Rogers. And so I wanted to acknowledge, Miss Emily Rogers, um, just a beautiful soul. Ingrid took her everywhere with her. And, um, you know, we just a smile all the time, you know, always stylish, always classy and fun. And she would definitely be missed. I appreciate I had the honor to DJ her birthday during COVID uh, some months ago. And, she she contacted me afterwards and thanked me uh, for the music that I played. She said it really helped heal her soul. And um, 
that you know it touched her soul and um i i had made the i had picked the song specifically for her you know just for her birthday and so when she called to say that i it, i was very happy and honored that you know that we were able to do that i think um you know so that i think so we have um another uh amazing you know artist one of my favorite artists that deja is going to talk about but and just want to give a shay uh to those people that have passed and honor their legacies and um and then oh benny napoleon sorry benny napoleon, and benny, napoleon benny napoleon go ahead Brittany. No, I just want to say I shave for sure and send love to his family, his daughter, Tiffany, that kept a lot of people abreast. I randomly don't know her at all, but I cheerleaded with her, you know, back in like second or third grade, you know, up at Bates. So Benny Napoleon is just a Detroit legend from so many angles. So um, he just want to share us. He ran mm -hmm. from there, uh, what was it, 2014 or something like that? And um yeah, he was what like a mentor and uh, gosh, so many things. The social butterfly, to say the least, you know. He came. So. He came to the gallery once, um, while he was running, and uh, he not to campaign. You know, he had just. I think I'm trying to think who brought him there. I think Jessica Caremore brought him. Okay. Like, oh, you gotta know about the gallery, and he came. Like it, it just so happened it was during the campaign time and we had a big event there and he, and he came to the event and, um, you know, so he, he actually graced the gallery. So, yeah. Okay. That's, that's super dope. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah, Ashe, Ashe, um, Ashe. And, 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 um, you you wanted to share right. one of my, my favorite artists that just passed. So um go ahead, Deja. You on mute, Deja. I'm sorry, thank you. Uh yeah. So MF Doom passed on Halloween and his family released it released the news to the world this past week and everyone on the internet was devastated everybody was hurt it is hurting but he was only 49 years old that's unreal blowing. that's blowing me unreal you i don't think fife was in his 50s either you want to share about his legacy um yeah, I know his parents are African, and I believe he was born in London. Then he came here. He moved to New York, I think, as a child, and he was just super cultured and used all of that in his music. He has so many bars. He could paint a picture like nobody else, and he could do it so quickly. I feel like people talk about Kendrick, about how Kendrick can rap really fast, but MF Doom could go, too, and still have, like stories in bars and then he made his own beats too like it gets no better I'll call with him yeah so I mean he's one of my favorites he uh, did um, 
a kind of like a animation you know even in his even even though all of his many of his you know co music covers were animated and and he even did like you know animated music videos and stuff when you listen to his music his music sounded like <laughs> you know, the animation that we kind of grew up with. Cause me and him are the same age. Mm -hmm. And it's like a lot of, you could hear, you know, like a lot of the animation, like in his music, you know? Yeah, yeah. he put a lot of cartoons at the end of his songs for skits. Yeah. And sometimes I mean, in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think it's, when you talk about his album covers, um and just look at you know people call him your favorite rapper's favorite rapper and mm -hmm. you look at just his album covers alone and the creativity um and his ability to um draw in you know the comic world because he he himself mc doom you know he changed his name after being in a group with his brother um and that he's named after a super villain you know so his album, you know, the other thing is, is um, just for our listeners who don't know, he wore a mask, you know, so his whole persona was, you know, definitely, you know, really, I wouldn't say gimmicky, but he definitely set us up apart and he did it through the comic book world with his name, with his mask, uh, his different flows you guys just talked about, but he still was like from Staten Island. You know, you listen to MF Doom, you hear Long Island. You hear uh I, I I think it's Staten, but if you look, if you listen to Ghostface Killer, you know, I think the Wu Tang is also from Staten Island. You know, you no, hear, he's from Long Island. Okay, I thought he was from Staten. Mm -mm, he's from Long Island. He was in he was in the group they lie. He, he was in a group KMD. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's he was in a group with his brother, right? Mm-hmm. And then they broke up because you know his brother died, up, but his brother passed away, and yeah. But he, yeah. yeah, KMD was you know, uh, one of those groups that was like on the rise. You know, they're the ones who gave credence or validity to um, MC Search. You know, and that mm -hmm. group, like they wouldn't have been relevant without KMD. You know, MC Search wouldn't be relevant relevant without KMD. And then later, he you know devised this whole character with the mask. You know, that was based off the uh, that was it the Marvel comic, right? The Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yep. 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 And uh, you know, after that, it's funny because people would be like, um you know, trying to figure out like who he was. I don't think like too many people, I think I think some people knew who he was, but I don't think like too many people knew who he was. You know, uh, you'd have to be like a head to know, you know? And then as time moved on, less and less people actually knew who KMD was. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I got you. Yeah. But he like also... Uh, one of my other favorite music producers, Madlib, he did a lot of different um, collaborations with Madlib. You know? Yeah, so 
Yeah, I saw that. I saw, I mean, and then I think Deja and I always talk about like artists like Currency who put out, they put out so much music. Doom put out a lot. Of Man, music. yeah, hell yeah. He put out, I think, 10 compilation albums. Uh, Let me look. I had just saw this. Hold on one second. Yeah, he was constantly putting out music. I remember Man. at a certain point, um, I, I literally was getting doom music like probably every week you know yeah at a certain point I, I feel like i was like oh and it was a new song like almost it felt like every week um you I'm remember when like, they used to um have like shows advertised for mf doom and it would be like other people in masks oh folks <laughs> It, like That's his cult so following, like that mass thing mm-hmm. had people just, yeah, his cult following. Mad Villain, those were the projects they did. Um, well, I think I think Mad Villain is just one album, but um, it was 2004 with Mad Lib and um, and MF Doom called All Caps. Mm-hmm. And um, then he, uh, um, he did another one with. Uh, Danger Mouse called Danger Doom, you know, and he did stuff with Ghostface and he just he did a lot of really and then his last the last um album that he did was amazing. The one that came out wasn't it last year it came out? Um I feel like it was 2019. Right, 2019, yeah. Yeah, he's just... What were you about to say about it, Pipe? You said you loved it? I mean, yeah, because, like, think of your art, like your favorite artists, you know, and the expanse of their career. And I know people are going to kill me, but I'm going to use an artist like Prince, rest in peace. It Like, for me, I'm just speaking for Piper Carter, the Prince catalog for me personally was better in his earlier years, but as the, as to me personally, I didn't like the later music and forgive me. I know he passed away, but it wasn't my, I didn't, I wasn't really feeling the later music. Now you might talk to DJs and stuff and they'll tell you how genius that later music was. But me personally, I wasn't really feeling it. But when you say later, do you mean like F? After 1999? I'll say, like, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll say, like, pretty much. And, okay. you know, and I, but a lot of people say that was his best music, right? You know, a lot of people say his that was when his music became better, right? Um, the I'll say with MF Doom, I feel like his consistency with regard to listenable music for me it stayed steady throughout his entire career like i could listen me personally i could he's one of my favorites cuz i could listen to any mf doom any era and it holds up for me the track will hold up for me a lot of people say they don't like doom but for me personally like he's of all my hip hop artists he he's up there like number one number two he's somewhere within the number the top three um i would have never before him passing i would have never put thought to rank him up there 
but he deserves it. Like I honestly, I went and I listened to so much of his stuff and it's literally, he's inspired probably a good 20 or 30 rappers. Tyler, the creator, Earl Sweatshirt, uh, Kanye West, uh, Drake. I mean, literally when people say like your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And then the other thing I wanted to say is that I found some of um, his beats where he did a whole, like all he would do was do volumes of this, the album called Special Herbs. And then each song title would be like a different herb. Like, so he has like- Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like 10, oh my God. He has 10 albums of just instrumentals that are named all the different spices and herbs and roots. I'm like, all I got to do is listen to, all I got to do is listen to the doom to get healthy. That's hilarious. It'll be educational. Listen, lavender buds, white willow bark, orange blossom, coffin nails, kava kava root, (laughs) jasmine blossom. And this is just one album. You know what I'm saying? 13 songs. And then like throughout the years, you just got different ones. I haven't listened to all of them. I listened to two of them and they're just straight flames. Like, straight flames like everything that you like think of like when you think about like when you want to become a rapper and like you want to draw from inspiration so you like search the internet like doom is it like yeah yeah the whole package but also what i appreciate about him is what he did was be fearless and courageous Mm -hmm. and step into his creativity in a way that empowered him and he just made he did what an artist should do and just made Mm -hmm. music you know Uh, and he did he did so many collaborations and he did fun collaborations he did interesting collaborations and it's funny because like over the years I would always tell people that, you know, MF Doom is one of my favorites and people would be like, I don't really like him like that. And I couldn't understand it because I thought- Who is there? Yeah, if you know about him, like, I don't understand how anybody could say that. Like he was- I I just, you know, I mean, and then he, then his spirituality- Yes. You know, and including, you know, culture and, and, you know, um being rooted in all of that and and when he passed his wife you know just talked about him being a great father and husband and things like that and you know like for me when I look at an artist and I'm just like this I'm not I'm I don't really separate the person from the art you know um I, for me, it's an all like encompassing thing, like the person in the art. And, mm-hmm. and yes. for me, I just, I, I didn't even know him, right? But there was right. something about his music that mm-hmm. where he put his energy into the music to the point where you could even tell that he, you know, was on a level of, digging deeper spiritually you know and mentally i agree yeah he was he was important he was deep i think so too um i don't mean to be like the cliche person like when 
someone passes away, an artist passes away, you, I think you should look up all the artist's music. I think you should get very familiar with, like, at this point, if somebody asked me what I wanted for a gift, like, I want his whole discography, like, on mm -hmm. vinyl. Like, his stuff is just, like, even just looking at it, you know what I mean? The names that, like, uh, when we talk, what you talking about the artistry and what an artist should do, you know, you talk about the image, he had that on lock. You know, he, like you said, he wasn't afraid to um, be himself or go in a, in a different direction. And then you look at his album art cover, you know, just stuff that you can't get from anyone else because he was so in tune spiritually, you know, and then his lyrics, you even look back at his, his older stuff, like when he was in the group with his brother, you know, that stuff was amazing music that their music, even though they weren't a group for long, their stuff was really good. And um, they were making a lot of impact. I, I found a YouTube video of them going to the U.S. Senate when he was 19, uh, maskless, of course, right? Because he wasn't MF Doom then. And he was talking about how he wasn't political and how because of his resources and because of education and traveling the world, he saw need, you know, need fit for um, there to be a lot of voter education and political education in the community. So just a, I, I'd say this whole entire um, weekend, I went from MF Doom, of course, back to Dilla. And, you know, I saw so many people showing Dilla and MF Doom love. And I think they are a lot alike in a lot of ways with their creative levels and the things that they were able to do sonically. And, um, but after I went from Dilla, I went from Dilla to Michael Jackson. And I just... To me, MF Doom, I'm not even just, uh, you know, joining a bandwagon, but I think he's definitely up there when you talk about sun, the sunrise, you talk about uh, the Michael Jackson, the princes uh, mm -hmm. on a creative level. He, I think he's up there. You know what I mean? You talk about full package. I go and look at Michael Jackson from the 70s all the way into 2000 and how he understood the responsibility of being an artist and the social responsibility of being a human being. And I feel like MF Doom carried those same characteristics. So cool stuff. I think it's, yeah, I think it's funny you say that because Michael Jackson's glove is in um, a museum and Dillard's yeah. in DC is. And I think that I saw people talking about that MF Doom's mask deserves to be in there too. Yep, yep. These are iconic pieces of these artists that yeah, have I meaning forever. I think so too. And I was just thinking as you were saying that, like I pray, you know, like you Deja, you, I think the reason why Piper and I like are so excited for your music is because you're so well cultured. The fact that you know more, you know more about MF Doom and Jay Dilla than me. And I love hip hop. Like I can give you so many courses on hip hop, but there's just a lot of hip hop that I missed. And you're younger than me. So when it comes to your beat making, it's gonna be a lot easier than what you think because of what you have opened your ear to sonically. And um, I would just hope that more people take the time to, it's unfortunate that someone has to pass away like MF Doom for people to look into him, you know, shame on the culture uh, for those. But like, again, there are a lot of people who, like you said, the whole entire social media shut down from hearing him pass, but you can tell that there are a lot of artists in hip hop currently who are part of the machine who don't have to study anymore because they have every, they have, it's not the Barry Gordy method, right? 
where Barry Gordy taught you how to have the full package. It's a machine that's telling you, here's the full package and put it on. You know what I mean? So if you study Doom, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it'll spark something, you know, inside of you, you know, no matter what you're doing inside of, inside of hip hop. Yeah. And thank you, Brittany. His music, mm-hmm. you could put his music on. Like there were times where his music got me through. There was times where his music helped me with my creativity, you know? Um, yeah. His music videos, you know, the videos yeah. put out, you know, are super inspirational. And, you know, his voice, incredible music production. I Chris love his voice. Love it. It's so unique. Mm-hmm. It it's is. like and I'm sorry, Island, Island, but it's, yeah yeah he's so sweet yeah just amazing so i don't know what what you're gonna choose uh deja for uh the two songs but you know we. Know. i want whole cakes i don't know what my other song is gonna be but whole cakes is a classic that i have to pick okay that's what's up so you know what we'll do um that's a lot of people we lost in hip hop, uh, you know, and just want to give um, a quick, not a quick, but just want to give a, just pour out some libation. Let me uh, cue this up, make sure there's no commercials. Okay, so um, just want to acknowledge our new new ancestors um appreciate their legacies gratitude for all that they did while they were here um for the culture for their families and um want to pour out some libation for them and just give a deep gratitude of ashe Ashe. 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 Wow. Man, they'll they'll be missed, you know? For sure. Legacies will live on, though. That's the type of person whose legacy will always be here, for sure. He left something for us. All of them did. It feels like that don't come around. I saw this picture earlier um with I think it was Dilla Doom, maybe Mad Lib and the Alchemist. And um that picture is just crazy, all the talent in it. And it's just sad that that people keep dying so young. Yeah. For sure. Gotta get our people in check with the health tip. Man, yeah, I heard he was really suffering from depression from his son passing. Yeah, yeah, possibly. That's that's why I'm getting on my health, you know. Mental health is an important thing too. Yeah, yeah, it's not just food; is how else you take care of yourself and others. I'm like, man, I'm like, do, you, do we know how he passed? I don't. I mean, no, they I don't say, either. 
they it, it's all speculation there's no real record uh record but some i've seen some things like maybe suicide no but that again that's that's just one of the things out there it hasn't been confirmed it just is one of the things floating i really hope not mm-hmm. my goodness well we yeah we don't know so we won't speculate yeah 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 well, um, I want to uh, talk about the the horoscope, and I didn't want to make it like too long, but I have a nice lengthy thing here for y'all. <laughs> so I'll, I'll try not to make it like too long, okay? Maybe maybe I'll stop in between. You can ask questions. Does that make it more less, more or less, whatever? So um, around December the 31st, Pluto moved into Capricorn, right? And the last time that that happened was around 1773. So this was a very big movement in our sky. And right now there's something forming, it's called uh, uh, like a Kala Serpa. Right. It's like it's a Kala Serpa yoga. They say that's forming in the sky. And this is an arrangement of planets where the planets all line up together on like the same side. Right. And so um, it's it's something that's also called. a Raul Katu axis. And so um, there are two points where that the planets, when they line up on one side, they 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 line up on the on the other side of these 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 two uh, these two points. And so um, we look at like January 6th we know there's going to be a massive gathering in DC, right? Um, for this, for, for, uh, you know, January the 6th. And on January the 6th, the moon is going to be in what's called Hasta Nashrata, Nashrata, right? And so, uh, in, in, in brief, the, um, the Hasta Nakshrata is directed by the moon and its zodiac sign is Virgo. So this year will be a very uh, extremely favorable year as per um, finances. Um, folks will progress um, in the workplace. Um, at the same time, some folks' dreams will be fulfilled along with this. Um, folks may be blessed, uh, by, by loved ones. Um, the, um, health may be better. And, um, during this time also any, any issues or challenges you have with your life partner, uh, may also take place and you may face some troubles, um, really with the uh, with some mental stress throughout the year so um it is recommended 
to do things to deal with stress. So let's talk about uh, some of that stress. So this particular week, three planets are set to change signs. And three, these three planets um, are considered personal planets, which means that their energies are felt a lot more immediately. So on Friday, Mercury, which is one of those planets, is going to move into Aquarius. And Mercury represents what we're thinking, what we're talking about, what we're communicating with one another, um, what we think is worth thinking about. And it speaks to what we're curious about, what we're perceiving, what we're interested in, um, you know, how we're perceiving information. And uh, Interestingly enough, also what it means to uh, randomly and spontaneously meet other people. So uh, when Mercury changes signs, uh, what we're talking about and interested in as a collective changes as well. Our minds also change in, in some way. Um, another planet, Venus, will move into Capricorn out of the energy of Sagittarius. And when Venus is in, was in Sagittarius, it was very helpful, optimistic, expansive. But once she moved into uh, Capricorn, or once she will move into Capricorn, um, she'll become more focused, more goal-oriented. And uh, when she gets here, uh, she's looking for a long-term and delayed gratification. So because Venus is about being in the moment and enjoying the moment, um, the earthly pleasure of being alive, you know, and in the five senses, it's in Capricorn, uh, this, this Capricorn uh, that she's invited to focus um, those desires and energies on a larger picture. Um, so a larger pleasure, right? A larger joy uh, than what would uh, delight the five senses. So this other, the third planet, Mars, Mars is moving into the sign of Taurus. And Mars is monumental for a few reasons. So for most of 2020, Mars was in retrograde season, moving through Aries. And we felt this energy, obviously. Um, Aries is about uh, the fighting spirit and adrenaline. So what's worth fighting for? You know, what isn't? Uh, what do we really want? Uh, what do we really feel? You know, what is our truth? What lights us up? What sparks joy in us? And so on Wednesday, Mars will move uh, into directing us to change focus and become more methodical. And um, Taurus is an earth sign and it has to do with manifesting and focusing on what is being produced. It's not enough to be riled up on adrenaline, but there has to be an end goal in mind uh, with how it is that we're using our energy. So wherever Mars goes, we feel the need to pour our energy in that direction. And Mars has to also do with instinct and uh, survival instinct and, and what rules us um, 
and helps us feel alive. So, um, you know, what, 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 it, what excites us and interested us before uh, may no longer be interesting, right? We may be focused on a bigger picture or, or a different picture, right? And all of this relates to the all over shift. So this week, Mercury will connect with Pluto and um, Pluto helps us connect to something real and helps us move beyond the superficial. It's also an energy of closure and understanding what matters and what doesn't. And we have to be careful with this energy because sometimes it can speak to um, a power struggle, um, power gains, especially with words, where words are being used to uh, be manipulative. That's where we need to be, you know, more mindful. So, and not just how others are using words that uh, we're receiving, but how we're using our own words to ensure um, that we're also being ethical. Um, Pluto can be deeply transformative and deeply effective as well, and also very perceptive. Um, it understands the truth and a truth that is deeper and goes to a more profound dynamic that reaches the root of a matter and understands uh, what needs to change at that level so that things can change in a more practical or more superficial way. It wants to change at a very, at a very core so that transformation happens from the inside out and the transformed circumstance is the natural income. And when we're able to tap into that power on that level, um, that power needs to be used responsibly and wisely because that's a level where you can really get inside people and that gives a person power uh, to manipulate. So um, it's important for those of us who are wanting to create meaningful transformation that it isn't out of a place of ego or uh, lust for power or thinking um, that whatever will make us more powerful, but that ultimately there is a desire for transformation that leads to greater love and greater wisdom. And, uh, since we are also in Capricorn, this also deals with um, looking at our elders and bosses at folks who may be in a position to push our buttons and manipulate us and us being able to keep our uh, energy, you know, in check. And so on Friday, as uh, Mercury moves into Aquarius, um, you know, uh, one of the main characteristics is activation. So that's where all of this um, will begin to, you know, will begin to activate. So um, I'll just put a period there just for this week, but um, I hope that sounds, you know, uh, like it resonates with folks. I don't know, but- uh, Yeah, that was, that was a very balanced way of bringing us that um you talked about some of the things that we're all going to have to manage through the course of the year and some of the opportunity and I love hearing astrology reports like that so thank you mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Did anything resonate with y'all at all? Or of course. Yeah, all of it did. I'm just um just gonna be on the lookout for everything you said. Thank you, <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah, so I don't know. We're, I think we're kind of at the probably hour and a half mark at this point. Really? Mm-hmm. It was it's wow. been fun. Wow. Yeah, time flies, doesn't it? When you're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I really appreciate you bringing the MF Doom report. Deja, that's honestly one of my favorite artists. Thank you for mentioning Houdini too. I didn't want that to get overlooked as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so many. It's a, and 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 I try not to look at it so sad, but it hurt my heart, you know. But uh, definitely, and all yeah. um, you know, um, Shabadu, you know, just for the dance mm. world, yeah. Like, Oh man, you know, and Ingrid, her mom, you know, yeah, like, wow, that's so much. But, yeah. but, but I try to look at it like, okay, folks are in the ancestor realm now, you know, so they can they can be power people that we, you know, call to and look to to you know ask their energies to come, you know, um, and we can connect to, you know, and. And folks who left legacies that we can aspire to, you know. Um, so just always want to look at the balance of, you know, crossing over is painful because these are people we we love and people with families and people who we missed on this realm, you know. But mm-hmm. the, so just want to send their families lots of love too, you know, and may their hearts be eased you know, in this time. So I don't know, do y'all have, um, Jaira, are you there? Tech genius guru? No, not, okay. I was gonna see if you had any. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there you go. Do you have any, uh, any, any, any words that you wanna give to folks uh, for this week? Um, just make sure you all learn something new as always and um, you know, stay updated and make sure that you stay cyber safe. Okay. And where, where can they get your music? All right. You can get my music on all music platforms. If you just type in J Y R the number three and then H that's on all music platforms. Okay. That's what's up. Uh, Deja. Any parting words you want to give folks for the week? Just stay you. <laughs> stay to who you are in 21. The year of 2021. Deja has the best voice, right? I love it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Brittany, what do you want to let people know for this week, for this new year? Um, To... Use patience. I mean, we've been using the terminology new normal, not understanding that in this life, we are always creating new normals. You know, we are here to adjust and to learn and to find purpose and be patient with that process and don't label it 
um, as it, oh, it's a new normal. We are always creating new normals and, and that's okay. That's what we're here to do is to grow. So just be patient with yourself in your, in your process. That's very thoughtful. Um, I think for me, I just want to give gratitude to everyone that keeps listening and ask folks to keep sharing and keep listening and keep sharing because uh, we want to grow. And so just appreciate the growth that we have and uh, want to continue to grow. So uh, yeah, just gratitude to everyone that listens and everyone that shares and keeps sharing. And with that, uh, definitely check out DetroitIsDifferent.net because there's lots of great podcasts on the Detroit is Different podcast network. Want to shout out to Kari Way Frazier, the founder, owner of the platform for all your genius and all of your creativity and all of your support and all you poured into the network. And then when I ask folks to go into our social media, check out um, all the Detroit is different platforms, but then also the PC.podcast platforms. We're on Instagram, we are on Facebook, and we also have a Facebook group. And the Facebook group is Piper Carter Podcast. So you want to join the group. And also on YouTube, um, Piper Carter, Piper Carter for the people with the number four and it's all together. It's not separated. So Piper Carter for the people on YouTube. And so, yeah, you know, you can find us on all streaming platforms. You can find us on the internet. You can find us, reach out, let us know if, if you want us to talk about certain topics. And in 2021, another intention is to engage more with listeners so that we get a bit more engagement on all of our socials. So I uh, want everyone to have a beautiful and blessed week. Happy New Year. Happy New You. Uh, welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new decade. And yeah, let's get it popping. Uh, much love. Peace. One pack of cookies, please, Mr. Hooper. It's fun smacking rookies. He is the Remember to like, like a black share, subscribe, and always listen to the Rooms Doom was always known to keep the best girls' backs bent. Some say it's the eyes, some say the accent. A lot of guys wonder where they stacks went. I call her thunder thighs with the fatty swoller. Only mess with high rollers, do what daddy told her. No matter the city, she with me to do the thang thang. Working the coochie hoopty, chitty chitty bang bang. Same name on the titty as on the name ring. Pretty like baby D or all in the same gang. Keep my eye on her, really don't trust her, but I treat her like a daughter. Taught her how to bust a nut and the heat to turn beef to horse meat chalupa. 